Hey everybody, this is Henry Bourne. Uh, I'm alongside my good friend here. Chad Jameson. And you are listening to, yes, the the Muni Pros podcast. This is what, this is what, episode five, Chad? Episode five, we made it. Oh my gosh, we've done it for a whole month. We've made it. <laughs> it, uh... It doesn't feel real, honestly. I, I barely remember the first episode, let alone you know what I had for breakfast this morning. So it's probably understandable, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, ep- episode five, we had a pretty solid week. Um, we'll jump right into uh, the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Good old uh, Butterfield. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure the announcers uh, for the little bit that I did watch only referred to it as the Bermuda Championship. They well, don't thankfully, think they, honestly. I mean, the Butterfield Bermuda, that's a tongue twister. It is. <laughs> I mean, that's just tough. That's just tough. But uh, I think, you know, the first thing we really got to talk about here with this tournament, um, me and Chet stand corrected because the conditions mm. were tough, really, really Very tough. tough. <laughs> Very. Like a lot tougher than I ever could imagine. Um, it, there, Matt Fitzpatrick, after Thursday's round, um, actually said it was the hardest win he's ever played in. Um, so the, the winning score was actually only, uh, 15 under, which is right in that little sweet spot. I said, that's where I like to see some tournaments. So I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, the coverage was actually a little bit hard to catch because they kept, uh, teeing off a little bit early or, you know, rain delays and that kind of thing. So it was, it was definitely a little bit spotty weather wise for them out there. So for those of those, you know, for those guys who played the tournament just for that little Bermuda vacation, uh, they unfortunately were denied uh, and mm-hmm. played some windy golf. But <coughs> oh, you gonna make it there, bud? Oh no, excuse me. <laughs> I uh, wow, <laughs> I, I, I swallowed wrong. I guess that's all right. But no, uh, we actually our winner this week uh, was Lucas Herbert. Um, unexpected, unexpected. I and that's that's what we but, were saying last week about yeah, the whole tournament. Right. Is, it really was a, a mixed bag of nuts on on who could have won. Um, so Lucas Herbert, uh, you know, uh, he's it's his first PGA Tour win. So I think you know that's the biggest takeaway here for him. You know, he's got tour status, uh, which is what every player wants. You right, know, he's yeah. got two years guaranteed PGA Tour starts. Yep. Um, he comes from the European Tour. What 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 you tell me, Chet? Tied thirty first and tied thirty first and then uh well, quote unquote twenty twenty US Open, but Oh yeah, that was it's it was played in twenty twenty one, but you know. Okay, yeah, I don't twenty twenty and twenty twenty one really have just connected yeah, into it's... one big long twenty twenty one twenty. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh no. What do you think? I mean, Lucas Herbert. We don't. I, I've never really heard of him uh, on uh, the European tour. Um, but you know, your first PGA Tour win. It was tough conditions, and as right. I, I caught the tail end there on Sunday, uh, it was not easy. He had a lot of guys going for him. Birdies were out there. The wind had kind of died down on that the Sunday afternoon, and um, you know, he 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 didn't back down. I saw right. you saw him on the seventy second hole throw a dart to about three feet for the win. Um, so I mean, you know, what do you think? You think the you know playing on the European tour, coming over to the to the Bermuda, uh, do you think playing in those conditions over in Europe really attribute to to success in kind of those island courses? I think to a certain extent it does, because the tougher conditions you're used to, the easier golf gets, just because you have those shot shapes in the bag and you know what you're used to hitting and what you're comfortable with. So it definitely helps to a certain extent, but. 
Um, a lot of viewers probably agree that the European tour doesn't have as much competition just because sure. you don't have the top players in the world constantly competing over there. So that was my takeaway is that he was able to win against some of the best. Granted, a lot of the top tens or the top ten players in the in the world weren't here. But still, you got Patrick Reed, you know. Yeah, you got to be, you got to beat him. I mean, and yeah, he's literally you he's know, won, shaving he won the like Masters. four strokes <laughs> every round. So. Yeah, so yeah, it's just to a certain extent. But if you show up and play your game at the right time, it oh, pays yeah. off. Because like we have here, he got cut from the Sanderson Farms and the Fortinet Championship. And I think and he came out and won his next. I think we event. talked we talked about that last week um, because I, I the players that really succeed on tour is. is are the players who who are able to go round to round, shot to shot, week to week, with a refreshed mindset? Um, you know, getting cut, Sanderson Farms, Fortinet. You could easily just uh, kind of lay down and come back in right. the you know the, in the new year. Yeah. Uh, so for him to you know have that happen, I'm not sure. I'm gonna assume he may have played a European Tour event in between there as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, he could have. But but. You know, the main thing is, is he came out there refreshed mindset. And honestly, it's and that's just golf, though. You come out, you have a, a good nine, a good day, a, a good stretch of holes even. Mm -hmm. And look, look at this guy now. So I'm going to ask you, I'm gonna, I, do you think players, when they come to the PGA Tour, now I'm not saying Lucas Herbert's going to spend his full time on the PGA Tour. Yeah, he may not. He may, you know, alternate between the European Tour. Yeah. But do you think coming from the PGA Tour gives you an advantage or is it equal as opposed to going to the PGA Tour in that top 25 Corn Ferry qualifier or, or, you know, making it on tour through the Corn Ferry? Because Corn Ferry is United States. Um, I mean, I think they do go into Canada some. They yeah. travel a little bit. But, uh, you know, European Tour is obviously all over in Europe. So Right. And, and I, I'm going to bring up a great example here. But you have Brooks Kepka, a four-time major champion. Who who Brooksy. start started on the the Japan Challenge Tour or it might just be the Challenge Tour, I'm um, not sure. But I mean, so you have all these different sub tours. Do you think there's an advantage? Uh, you know, like Lucas Herbert coming from. Uh, obviously, you know we said with with the, with the weather this week, he probably had a little bit of advantage considering he plays in Europe quite a bit. But uh, I mean, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I just think. Man, that's a good question because I'm going to take a step back and say everybody practices different, right? Sure, sure. So you do what works for you. Um, so if you're comfortable, like Lucas Herbert, if he plays over in the European Tour and he's comfortable playing over there, then he builds up a lot more confidence than, say, he would over in the Corn Ferry Tour. Now, granted, getting out of your comfort zone. <laughs> Hang on. Did you say granite? Granted. Okay, okay. Sorry. For a second, I thought you were a rock person. Yeah, sorry. I did say granite. <laughs> oh, my cow. It's been a long day. Oh, you're okay, Chad. Um, I, I, I mean, I had, to, I had to call you out on it, though. Yeah, no, I respect it. Right. So, granted. There you go. There you right. go. If he was to get out of his comfort zone and come over to European or Corn Ferry Tour, good night. That may have helped them even more. You just yeah, never you, know. You really don't know. So what the recipe it's is. just I feel like you got to know your own game and know what you like and how to bring out the best in yourself and what that looks like. 
So it's different for everybody. Now, the Corn Ferry Tour is very competitive, very competitive. Even Q School is. Like right now, you're seeing guys who've played PGA Tour events in Q School, and then what does that mean for guys who haven't been there and trying to make it oh, through yeah. to oh, the yeah. final stage? It's just tough. A golf all around is one of the most competitive sports there are. Oh yeah, because we we pose this question whether it's an advantage or or you know yeah it's you but, just don't but know. you don't really know because because Luca like Lucas Herbert for example um cut from Sanderson's Farms cut from Fortinet um did he you know what did he do did he stay in the United States and practice or did he go all the way back home to Europe playing a European tour event uh, we don't know what the recipe is and I, I I agree I think it I I think there is a lot of variables sure um. But, you know, I, I actually – the Corn Ferry Tour I don't get to watch a lot because yeah. um, it's at the same time usually as the PGA Tour because they're uh, same time frame. Right. But, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday mornings, European Tour European tour is on. Um, so I like to turn it on mostly because the announcers are incredible. Oh, yeah. I love uh, the announcers <laughs> but, for sure. But uh, I, I really – there is so many good play, and, and this can be said about the Corn Ferry Tour if I just watched it, I'm sure. But yeah. I, I do think weather-wise, I think European tour players, um, just I, I always give them a little bit of a nod, whether it's, you know, the Open, for example, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, the Bermuda Championship, where it's uh, obviously was very breezy and rainy. So, yeah. Um, but, like, you know, I, that's my opinion. There is so many variables. It's, dude, I – What'd you eat for breakfast? That literally could apply to exactly. how well you played. So, yeah. Um, but I, I really just wanted to bring that question up because I yeah, think that was I, a solid question. I think it's it's super interesting to see you know a lot, especially you know this tournament, the Bermuda tournament, especially. There was a lot of guys who was either their first or second PGA Tour start. They also had you know um, the storylines. You know the the one guy with uh, with cancer who oh, yeah. who's Brian Morris. I think. Yeah. Who basically was like, you know, I don't get. He was on a sponsor exemption, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, I don't have time to worry when I'm golfing because mm-hmm. I just don't want to miss a six footer. Yeah. Um. So uh, there was a lot of cool stories of of players that we've never heard of, uh, Lucas Herbert included, you know, and and that is one thing, I, you know, we don't know any of their practice routines or what tours they were on prior. Um, right. But that's the beauty of golf is when you get a guy like Lucas Herbert coming in there and and, and getting dub. Um, But we're going to stay in the tournament. We're going to talk about somebody we don't like, but it has to be talked about. (sighs) Patrick Patrick Reed. Reed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're both dreading saying those words. Uh, Yeah, so Patrick Reed had an incredible eagle uh, after hitting it in the hazard. Yeah. off the road. It was Thursday, too. It Thursday, was, This yeah. was the windiest. I'm pretty sure this was. It's like 30-mile-an-hour gusts, and yeah, so, which is impressive. Could he even see the green? So, so basically what happened was is he, there was hazard to the right. He hits yep. in the hazard, gets his two club lengths. I mean, he's got a solid lie. The rough wasn't real thick on the course, right, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's a little uphill. The wind is behind him, which with a long iron. Oh, you can't get it to stop. You can't get it to stop. So I think you know he probably had a club down one, two clubs, hoping for a flyer, probably. Yeah, yep. And he hits a he hits a zinger. Yeah, uh, he does. And I mean, you can't. They don't get the flight of the ball in the air. Yeah. But they zoom out on the green, and it just lands five, six feet short, <laughs> and rolls right in for uh, you know, your just your average eagle. Yeah. Uh. 
there's no way he planned that, obviously. No. I mean, he's just trying to. I mean, just, you don't plan those hole outs at all. Well, you don't. <laughs> How many hole ones you got, Hank? I have one. I had one hole out mm. over 80 yards to th- this year. Okay. And I, I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. No, it's not. <laughs> no, that's not true. But, but I have. I did have a couple chip ins, so I don't want to hear it. I plan those. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you those. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Patrick Reed does seem to do this more often than other people. And I think, you know, that just is a testament. <clears throat> oh, God, I hate this man. But it's a testament to his work ethic and his practice and right. how talented of a golfer he really is when yeah. he doesn't, you know, have to shave strokes. Yeah. Which that's the most baffling part about all of that is, is like, you're literally yeah, one of the we, most talented players in the world. We talked we, about it last episode week. Episode one, I think, maybe we talked it's about probably, it. Probably, probably talked about every it every week. Yeah. yeah. It's you don't need to cheat whenever you're one of the best players in the world. So it's sad to see, but all right, enough of that yeah. crap. But so uh, you know, other than that, the tournament was it, it was it was kind of close. We had Patrick Rod- Rogers trying to sneak in there a little bit. That was a solid pick by you. Yeah, yeah, he played well until I watched. I literally watched him double bogey from the <laughs> fairway. Uh, well, it was kind of the rough, but. It wasn't, like, thick rough, so right. he should have at least hit it on the green. But he yeah. flopped it long, and then he tried a flop shot from green side. I mean, maybe 25 feet Ugh. to the pin, but there was a little slope, and he tried to do a little flop, and he caught it thin, and it went in the bunker, and then he barely got it out of the bunker. That's yeah. just mentally challenging, too. Yeah, well. Because you're up there at the top, right? And so you can't have any – those little mistakes kill you. Because then they may just snowball. You don't know. With the pros, they normally don't. It but snowballed. <laughs> yeah, it snowballed <laughs> it for him, bad. especially. So, I mean, it, I, my biggest thing was is he's, he's greenside. I don't know why he tried to play a flop. Everybody wants to be a hero, Hank. You know that. The cameras are on. Got to put on a show. But you're not, still. You're not I, winning in the tournament Saturday afternoon, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, at least put it on the green. The first time. First time. <laughs> or the second time. Yeah. Or even the third. Yeah. Uh, but, no, we had a, lo- a lot of couple names come in, but it was Lucas Herbert who really just, just held strong down the end. 72nd hole stuck a, stuck one to three feet and uh, took care of business. Yeah. And you love to see, especially me, with these smaller tournaments um, for, for the PGA Tour. They're obviously not small. But I uh, love to see just newer guys win. Just because you normally don't see that with all these top players in the world competing at the same time. Um, you do sometimes, but it's pretty rare. Uh, so, like, I, whenever I see somebody new win like that, uh, I always think of uh, Jordan Spieth in 2015. Or was it? 2014. 14, sorry. Yeah. At the uh, John Deere Classic. How can you not? I dude. mean, the chip-in. Yeah, the chip I watched in. that live, dude. That was great. That's when Jordan Spieth became a legend. That's right. Yeah, not even the three major. Wasn't he 19? Yeah. That's stupid. Well, in 2014, oh, my God. I would have been, that would have been summer 2014. Summer 2014. I would have been 14. I would have been 18. <laughs> oh, my God. He was one year older than me. Just, And he's got a wife and a baby on the way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got a house. Mm, yeah, <laughs> probably a big one too. So well, with all the bank he's made. 
Who who's doing better? That's the question. Me or Jordan Spieth? Obviously Jordan. Wow. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that was mean. I'm sorry. And and Jordan has more hair than me. What in the heck is going on here? Uh all right. But does Jordan have a podcast? He probably he, nah, he gets probably. featured on foreplay and uh But that's not his. No laying up. Yeah, but it's not his. <laughs> those are people who have podcasts that make <laughs> money. <laughs> that's true. We'll get there one of these days. Someday. Eh, we we gotta start though. We do. We're, we're you're gonna have to bring that up. We'll bring it up at the end. But uh, all right, we're gonna jump to something. I don't know a whole lot of information about this. Uh, it's been brought up once or twice a year, every year for um, you know, the last seven, eight years. Uh, Greg Norman, for those of you who don't know, was a very you know he was number one in the world back in the '90s. Um, very talented golfer. Should have what three, four masters? Should <laughs> and he has yeah. zero. Uh, but he is actually they put together what is called the Premier Golf League. It is twelve events, uh, no confirmed players yet. Mm-mm. Um, it, the 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 courses are gonna be Trump National. Uh, Turnberry, which is also a Trump course, so we can see where Turnberry this is. Turnberry in Columbus? No, I'm just joking. We can see where this is going politically, mm-hmm. since the PGA Tour has let's, a stance on Trump courses. Let's not uh get well, political. Oh, I'm not politics. getting political. I'm just saying I can. I right. Can. I mean, it's. it's but there. uh, you know, what are your? I I just I've heard this come up so many times, and I don't get it. The hardest part is. I mean, I don't really get it either. I don't understand it. I haven't looked into it as much as I should have. But the hardest part is just getting the right players to play in it. That's where he's going to struggle, I feel like. Granted, you might have – granted, again. Granted, you might have uh, players who kind of washed up on the PJ Tour maybe shine in this. Sure, like, uh, but it'll be like the 3v3 basketball thing yeah, where you get true. old my my whole thing on the premier golf league is is we don't we don't need a a new golf tour because the best the best of the best if there's no majors if there's no i mean they're into the se- they're not going to have an end of the season you know playoff you know there's so many things that uh this golf league just can't provide. There's no right. majors, so. But you you got to start somewhere too. That's. I don't, dude. I just don't understand this as much as I should. But yeah, you just got to start somewhere. So I feel like for him, starting small is the best thing. What's What's funny is I saw a tweet. Uh, Greg Norman actually tried to do this, and I'm gonna say this incorrectly. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that's the 90s. <laughs> Sorry, fast math. <laughs> 27 years ago, uh, he tried to put together another golf league, uh, and it I obviously fell through. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and you, you can attest, we've seen the Premier Golf League come up multiple times. Yeah. Uh, it's never came to fruition. It seems like this, this time, though, there's a little bit more backing it, a little bit more... Um, momentum on its side i suppose but as far as players i don't think you're going to get any top any of the top 20 
Mm-mm, there's no way. You, you, I, I don't think you're going to get top 60. I mean, you're going to be getting some nobodies. You might, like you said, get yeah. washed up. Um, you know, Patrick Reed, hopefully. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's just getting the ball rolling on this is going to be the hardest part just because the PGA Tour is so big and it's growing immensely. And and I, my thing is, too, is is if, if they're trying to get players into this league and they're saying it's going to be better than the PGA Tour, I don't want something that's better. I want the PGA Tour to just be better. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, show yeah, us yeah, better, yeah. you know, better coverage. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, so – for Greg, what does this look like for Greg Norman? So why I'm just trying to understand why he's doing this. Why? Like, what's what's his purpose for doing this? I know you said <laughs> you, want something better. Uh, so Greg Norman specifically, um, yeah, is, is he has you know, as you know, uh, endless money. I mean, yeah, how much he, he's he's rich out of his is, mind. Is he just bored? Um, yeah, I think so. He tried to do this 27 years ago. Uh, I think Greg Norman, um, he just wants something new. I, I think it's for something for him to do. And, you know, being as he never had, you know, he's never won a Masters, he probably wants to spite the tour somehow. Although that's just me being facetious. Uh, but, no, I, I think, I really genuinely think, I think he just has a lot of time. He's retired. You can only golf so much, although. Well. You really can't. I, yeah, I, I would. I, if I was Greg Norman, I'd be golfing every day. Yeah, I'm sure Which he, he probably is. does. Yeah, and surfing, and yeah. you know he's Australian, so. Uh, but yeah, I think he just has a lot of money, and I think he's he's bored. He could be, that's for sure. Um, could be a marketing pedestal for his brand as well that he's trying to get as big as Nike. You know. Did he ever say that? Or are you just no? I'm that? just it's okay, okay. the marketing coming out in me. Okay, okay. I was, I was that's like, my did major. He, did he really say that? No, I'm <laughs> just, I'm just thinking of. I just can't understand why he played on the PGA Tour. He understands the PGA Tour. I, I mean, maybe I, there's behind the scenes that we don't know that the PGA Tour is doing, and people wouldn't agree with, but it's not out there. I just don't know. You might be right too. It might be I, a platform for his to to get his brand out there. I mean. I have a Greg Norman shirt, but um, I mean, we all wear Tiger Woods shirts, right? So yeah, I mean, I I have a I have a mock turtleneck. Yeah, yes, yeah, Chad. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. He brought it out for the Masters tournament at Turtle Creek, and but I also had severe sunburn, so I was <laughs> I was very hindered on my on that day. <laughs> yeah, so I just don't know. I don't know if anybody knows the full story behind it. Um, I'm sure there's different articles stating different opinions. Uh, but it could go endless routes, I feel like. So, I I'm interested to see how it plays out. It yeah. certainly feels like it's picked up a little bit more traction than the other times it's came up uh, in recent memory. Um, and if it does, you know, I I suppose we will uh, just kind of see what happens, see what players they get. Right. Um, that's what, that's what I'm curious to see. It's the players that. And I, I'm not going to lie you to get, you. So will these guys who don't make it through Q School and Corn Ferry is that try the to people make they're their break? Try that might be where they make their break. Well, could I mean, think about it. It's 12 events. Uh, if you get newbies, I mean, you get new kids on the block. 
Me and you, Hank. <laughs> there make we it go. happen. <laughs> there we go. Imagine the winning score, like plus <laughs> plus six. You know, coming in at plus six, Chet Jamison, and uh, in the final group with him was Henry Bourne, and he, f- <laughs> oh my, he is plus twenty nine. <laughs> What's this? He's putting with a five iron. <laughs> Oh, that funny. would be that would be me though. Your brother can attest. I uh, <laughs> I, I get a little angry when I'm in competitive golf. Oh, I've seen it this summer. Oh, so yeah, I just it is curiosity, cur- peaking cur- curiosity. Holy cow, My that took goodness. forever to get out. My goodness, did you not do your mouth exercises? I uh, did. Prior? Watermelon, What's, water. Yeah, yeah. The horse ran over <laughs> the fence. <laughs> Through the woods. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this little topic. <laughs> <laughs> that was great to see. Uh, I love, we all, we both love Phil Mickelson. He's no Tiger Woods. Who doesn't love Phil? But how can you not love Phil? Yeah. You know? Granite. Oh my cow. Why do we? What's going on, Chet? Do you, <laughs> do you, are, do you, are you looking at countertops in your spare time? What the <laughs> heck is going on? Gra- okay. It's granted. Granted. There you go. I lost my train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said, who doesn't like Phil? But whenever he started tweeting after he won the PGA Championship. That's when he became. Oh, I it ticked me off so much. It's just he's known to be a lovable guy, known to be the dad of the tour. Everybody loves Phil. He's a nice guy. You no know, thumbs up everywhere, tips hat. Yeah. And I get the I get it, you know. You win the PGA Championship, you got stuff to say. I mean, you're proud of it. That's fine. One or two tweets is fine, but whenever you carry it on for two months, that's a little overboard. Wow, whoa. <laughs> Look, Chet. I it's I'm just gonna got disagree. annoying. I'm it, gonna disagree. <laughs> that's fine, you can. I know you're a Twitter head, so that's fine. Look, look. I it's just for me, it's I, I can get that it might be a little annoying, but it's you're fifty. Annoying. You're the oldest major championship. You're the oldest major champion in in PGA Tour history. You have that title for a year, okay? After after what? Let's be honest here. After so you're saying it's after the 2022 PGA Championship, Phil's never going to be a major champion again. What do you mean? Oh, you think he's? <laughs> you really think he's going to win another major? You never know. We didn't think he was winning that one. Uh, I did on Sunday, but <laughs> <laughs> about two o'clock in the afternoon, I was after he had his approach shot on eighteen. Yeah, I was like, man, this guy's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but I get it. Like he uh, he he's having fun with it. Uh, I and I'm at I, the same time. Fun turns to arrogance, and that's where I don't. You know what I mean? Look, I get it, Hank. I get it. What is it? A six-time major champion? I know. (laughs) Look, Chet, if you had six major championships, you just won what might be I wouldn't be on Twitter the ninth symphony of your career. Okay, you you just won. You're 50 years old. You're you're lighthearted. You're lovable. You're not gonna poke fun at some people. And I mean, I'm not saying. I'm not saying he shouldn't have done it at all. I get it. Okay. You okay. can do it. That's we, fine. Uh, but I'm saying whenever it, it's, like, carried on. He, he did it, like. A week ago. Yeah. I saw, That's, yeah, like, I saw. are you joking? It's, like, we get it. You won. Cool. We're proud of you. I will a thousand I still percent love the guy. agree with you that 
you know, a week. You can do it. I mean, I yeah. I would totally do it too as soon as I won. Don't I'll agree with you that that like it is crazy that it's been this long and he's doing it again. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit there and pretend that when I saw it I was annoyed. I still gave it a like, you yeah, know. Me too. I, I still I still retweeted it. Yeah, I mean, it's the man's Phil. a PGA Tour champion. Exactly. I'm not hating on the guy for it. Like I still love the guy, but it's just it gets a little too much, you know. Whenever it's been over a year. Well, look. We'll we'll it is see what it is. if he keeps it up next year. I'll I'll be annoyed. <laughs> you know, if 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 he wins again and then keeps it going, I don't know if I'll be it's, annoyed though. I if mean, he wins again. But yeah, this isn't even what the it. topic's about, you know. It's Look, Josh Allen uh <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not, I know uh, very little about football. Um so Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> so Josh Allen's a quarterback. <laughs> hey yo. There we go. Um but he actually dressed up as Phil for Halloween Phil yesterday. The he pulled it off. He does. He oh, dude. He, he did. <laughs> he did. He done did it. He uh, he had shorts on the Kiowa, uh, which is where the PJ Championship was played yep. this year. Shades. Yeah, um, he was doing the thumbs up, hat tip, and everything. He killed the thumbs up. Dude, I mean, he was perfect. And you Josh, can't do the full thumb up. You gotta like tuck it a little. I also, bit, you know? I knew where Josh Allen played, but I didn't want to say it and then and be, be wrong. completely <laughs> wrong. He does play for the Bills, but I wasn't going to just go out and say it because there's a there was about a 50-50 chance I was wrong. Yeah. But yeah, no, he killed he killed it and uh they had him, you know, walking in, giving the thumbs up. Uh which by the way, I try to do the thumbs up after I make like a a big putt when we play, and I can't I can't do it the way Phil does. So Yeah. Um which I have a story about that, but keep going. So you know, the end of the video that we saw of Josh Allen is him walking into the um, the locker room, and he he does the little the little calves thing. Right. So my question is, and this is such a dumb topic, but I got to bring it up because it's become kind of a cultural, you know, in sports, mostly golf, but apparently football players as well. Uh, everybody knows that Phil has. Great calves. Oh yeah, greatest calves on tour. And and they they truly are. I mean, yeah. they they're for a fifty. Which you claimed you had better. Calves. I do have nice calves. Have you seen the veinage I've got going I said, on? I said you got nice calves, yeah. but to Look. beat th- beat Phil the thrill, I don't know. It's I, it's Phil. Yeah, but I I just think it's funny. I don't know. The, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it'll ever die or not. I think it'll live on for quite until oh, Phil retires for sure. Yeah. His calves. Yeah, it'll be his one of his legendary things. So. But um, I just thought it was funny that that's that's part of his costume. Yeah. Now. You got to <laughs> point out the calves. I think that's I think that's just uh, that's great. Yeah. So back to the Phil thumbs up. We were me, my dad, my cousin, and then my dad's boss. My dad was going with his boss, and then uh, I just asked if I can tag along and bring my cousin. And uh, so we went, and we were on, yeah, hole one, first hole. And Phil was about to tee off. We were uh, on down past the tee box just a little ways, but we were front row on the ropes, and Phil tees off, starts walking down. And uh, I think it was a Friday or Saturday, I want to say. And he was walking past all these people, you know, they're yelling at him and everything. He wasn't doing anything. And I just yelled, let's hit some bombs today, Phil. And he turns to me, gives me a thumbs up and a tip of the cap. I was the first of the day. Oh, my God. first of the day. There you go. 
Now that feels good. That feels amazing. I don't have any cool stories like that. You yeah. know, I've been to the memorial. I've seen Tiger. He doesn't look real. Yeah. <laughs> like you're still yeah. like that's not that <laughs> no, no way. There's no way that's a real human being. Uh I've seen Rory who yep. I mean his he, walk in person dude swag. Yeah. 100%. I did get a fist pump from Byung Hoon on. Byung. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pronounced it right. You did. You got it. I just wasn't you wasn't expecting you to say that name. I was like expecting like Ricky or something. Yeah, today. no. No, that that was the only guy who really gave That's me That's awesome anything. though. He's a cool dude. When I was now when I was a little kid. Yeah. Uh, do you know Mark Wilson? Mark Wilson, no. Uh, he was like a a bigger name back in the early two thousands, nineties. Okay. Um, not I wouldn't say bigger name either. I mean, he he was in the mix, probably. Yeah, he yeah. he got some top tens, a couple yeah, yeah. wins. He was playing with VJ. Oh. Um, and you know I was little. It was like well, they were one of the early groups, so we were just following. Nobody was following him. Right. And VJ's caddy, I'm standing right by the tee box, and of course I'm like. 10 11 i mean i'm just like looking at like this vj Singh. he's huge too yeah and that's the guy i mean that's the guy who's going neck to neck oh neck, dude he was neck a neck to tiger yeah still is yeah so vj he's cleaning out his golf bag or not vj the caddy is right. cleaning out his golf bag and he has an apple core <laughs> and he just hands it to me what? and i just put it i just and i just threw it in the trash and he's like thanks uh, that was it <laughs> but i remember that and I then, got a fist bump from Bones down in Houston. When were you in Houston? I went to the Houston Open. Uh, so in 2016, me and my dad went to the Final Four NCAA. So you got to see the Houston Open down there? Got to see the Houston Open. We were, it was a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Because the semifinal games were on Friday and then the championship game was Sunday. So we were like, what are we going to do Saturday? We were, it was like, oh, the tournament's right here. So he just bought tickets the night before, ended up going. And, uh, yeah, so, oh, yeah. Holy Jeez. cow, dude, it's Mine. every episode. Anyway, um, yeah, another story. But, anyway, I got a fist bump from Bones, and that was really cool. Didn't get one from Phil, unfortunately. But, yeah, that was an early caddying for him uh, back in the heyday, the good old days. Um, and then – after that, we were walking down uh, the fairway to the next hole to check some other people out. And George H.W. Bush is driving on a golf cart straight for us. We were on the sidewalk, yeah, walkway, and they're, like, yelling at us to move out of the way. We're like, what? They're like, okay. Could have said it nicely, you know? And then we look over. We're like, oh, yeah, never mind. It's George H.W. Bush. <laughs> and then we saw him at the championship game. Wow. And that's also the tournament. Where uh, Villanova is that the Villanova? That's the Villanova buzzer, buzzer beater. beater. But yeah, which was sick. Yeah, you gotta see that yeah, live. You son of a gun! Unbelievable. And uh, so at the Houston Open, I forget what hole it was, but Jordan was towards the top. Like he was competing. It was his home tournament, you know. And uh, he made like bogey on one hole, and we were standing by the walkway off the green, and he made like bogey and just kicks his bag and just cusses out a storm and yeah it was bad really yeah wow yeah so one of the rare jordan sighting moments. I, I don't know i don't know if i've really ever seen him do that not but on camera not yeah i mean it seems like he's better now but like handling stuff but you just never know that's 2016 yeah coming off 2015 yeah so it's uh short. and let's see oh that's 
that's right before like the worst moment of, of our lives, yeah, Chet. Yeah. I mean, that's literally weeks before. That's the week before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So that's the week before the uh, Jordan had a meltdown at the Masters yeah. on twelve on Sunday. With Makes a, me cry. But, uh, but yeah, that was a cool little side story. So and yeah, I got a fist bump from Heinrich. Which was pretty Who? cool. Heinrich Sten- Henrik Stinson. Henrik Stinson. Heinrich Stinson. Heinrich? Henrich Stinson. Yeah, don't take I'm those struggling. fist pumps for granted, dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, and I saw... No, that was at the memorial one year. It went right over your head, or you just not acknowledging it? For granted, it? yeah. <laughs> kind of mad at you. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. That and. I was going to say I saw Zach Johnson chuck his water bottle his golf bag from like 50 yards away, but that, that was at the memorial one year. Oh, I mean, Zach Johnson. Oh, 16. No, hole 17. Yeah, he hit it in the bunker and like just duffed it. Came out of the bunker, grabbed his water bottle, turns around, yells at his caddy, chucks his water bottle out of his bag and just starts yelling like a little kid. I got some interesting stories. Yeah, I, I mean, that's – Zach Johnson looks like that kind of guy, though. Yeah. But uh, – It's tough uh, out there. All right, let's jump uh, – this week, we got a big week. Mayakoba, a little bit stronger strength of – stronger strength? Stronger strength, strength strong. A little bit bigger, better field. I don't know how to <laughs> how to say this. It's it's a, a stronger field than last week. There we go. My goodness. We're struggling tonight. Uh, but, uh, you know, we talked about conditions a lot. The winner last year was Victor Hovland, my boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he, he w- the winning score was six under. Now That's my kind of tournament. I don't remember if this tournament was, like, rough weather or if it just played that hard. Um, I did check the weather. The conditions look good for this week. We got JT, we got Ricky, we got Brooks, Victor, obviously defending his title. Matt Wolf's up in there. A lot of you know mid to obviously big names coming into this tournament uh, who want to get you know get a dub prior to uh, you know the Christmas break. Yeah. Um, do we think you know? I checked the weather. Do we think the do we re- do you remember at all if the weather was tough last year or uh from what i recall i think it was just pretty nice like pretty calm but i don't remember so the gr- this, the course had to be tough then i, I think so i do not remember i whatsoever. don't remember honestly i could be totally wrong which i probably am but oh <laughs> excuse me <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, apologize. I was gonna say I saw Victor Hovland here at minus twelve. Yeah. <laughs> that's minus six is the round. I was gonna say, dude. Weather he won looks, at minus twelve. Yeah, the weather <laughs> looks great and the course is uh not bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He won at minus six and Aaron Wise got second with minus eight. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um I'm gonna apologize for We're that. On the struggle bus, just bear with us this evening. It was a long day, okay. It was. Amen to that. But uh, wow, that is on me. Yeah, Victor Hovland won that twenty under. Ooh. So anything I just talked about is completely negated. Uh, the weather does look good, though. I did look that up. Um, Eighty nine and sunny. So oh, that's a dream. So you know, easy. You know, scoring course. Um, you got. You got a lot of big names. I mean, we have Matt Wolf, who is looking to get back on track. 
Uh, he kind of looked like he was doing it. You know, you got Will Zalatoris, Aaron Wise, who was up there uh, last year. Jimmy Walker's back, who Ooh. he he's due. You know, it's been a while for him. Harold Varner. Um, you know, Justin Thomas, who is Billy Horschel. Billy, oh, Billy Horschel is is very solid as well. Yeah. Uh, let's. See. I mean, you, Scott Stallings. There, there's your guy for your pick from last week. Yeah. Uh, Scotty Scheffler's there. Lucas Herbert's back in the mix. I got him at twelve this week. Uh, Patrick Rogers is back there. Patrick Reed. So, uh, oh, Taylor Pendrith is there as well, who had a great week at the Bermuda Championship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, he shot, what, 61 Saturday? Yeah, yeah, he played really well. Uh, I thought he was going to win it. Yeah. Joaquin, Francesco, I mean, Maverick McNeely. Yeah, the list goes on and on. So, um, oh, wow, Tony Finau's in this too. Yeah. yeah I so thought th- you mentioned him. Maybe not. We have uh, – so this this is definitely a, a better field than uh, last week. Uh, it'll be interesting, I think, to see how Lucas Herbert does with this this field as opposed to last week's. Now, I know conditions right. are obviously going to be a little different. Um, you know, it's going to be sunny and hot and probably not very windy. Yeah. Um, and the field will be tougher too. So. But it'll be interesting to see. So always a fun tournament to watch. Chet, I believe I back to two and two. Back to two and two. Um, so I did not pick the winner for those of you listening. I, but I did pick the most. What was it? We we're gonna do average, but there's no no point in even looking it up. I have more people in the top. Yeah, 10. he kind of destroyed me this week. The picks so were rough. Um, basically, we would do since none of us picked a winner, we would just do the average. Uh, low, you know, score of yeah. our five players, but seeing as I picked automatically, I'm ahead of him because I have more players in the top ten yep. than he did. So, um, that's an easy dub. I I had no doubt. Patrick Rogers was definitely that was a good pick. That was a good pick. Um, so I get a pick first. Oh my god, I'm going Victor, defending oh, champion. Think he can make it happen? Oh, I have no doubt. I love Vic. Okay, <laughs> Victor, Victor Holland. I mean, he's always a solid pick. So, uh, my pick. I'm going JT, Justin Thomas. Not a bad pick at all. Not a bad pick at all. Not a bad pick at so all. So second, second week he's with Bones, right? Uh, other than the third. one his that he won. Right. Yeah, Bones. But yeah. This year. This yeah, year. Yeah, pretty much. So I feel like they worked the kinks out, you know. Um. So at, he can he can make it happen. He's ranked number one this week. So, oh, is he? Is he number he's one at in the, the power top. rankings? Yeah, yeah. Or on this. Uh, oh, he he always is. I feel like uh, he's ranked number one on this odd site. I don't know. But uh, I definitely think he he has a, has a pretty solid chance this yeah, week. He for um, sure. I saw his Instagram post of him practicing. Yep, swing uh, looks like butter. Yeah, the guy. And he just has a killer instinct. Can we talk about also? Um, there's a picture of Luke Donald I got here for who's in the field. Uh, that is not the same Luke Donald who's number one in the world. I can put it to you that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. So my second pick is not Luke Donald. 
I'm going to go. Oh, man. Poor Lucas Herbert, though. His ears are kind of jacked up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm scrolling. He's to roast everybody. <laughs> uh, I am going to go with Brooksy. That's, yeah, that was one of my um, These voice cracks are killing me. He has not really been <coughs> much of a factor in a lot, but he's one of those guys who I know it's not a major for him, but um, I, I really think – any given week, the guy can just come out and oh, do for sure. Brooks Kepka things, yeah. you know? Talk about killer instinct, instincts. He's got one of the best. So, my second pick, I'm going to go Tony Fino. So, I got two solid ball strikers right off the bat, which I think plays a great Oh, yeah. Uh, I advantage. mean, Tony Fino also. This is what this has got to be his first tournament. Is it? I don't remember us even Here, pick, picking him. Um, man, what a name, Guido Migliozzi. Guido, did I love that name? Man, whatever happened to Francesco? I don't know, man. I think after that top three wood at the at Pebble Beach really did him in. That was at. Yeah, you're right. That was at Pebble Beach. Ignore me. Uh, I am going to go with... He played the CJ Cup, Tony Finau, <coughs> tied 45th. Keith Mitchell. Ooh. He could be dangerous. He is, dude. He uh, could be dangerous. It, and it just shows you how deep the fields are. When Rory McIlroy is talking about Keith Mitchell saying, when I played against him in the Wells Fargo final round, he hit uh, an okay drive, but it ended up in the bunker, and he stuffed a 7-iron to... 12 feet and can the birdie on me and one. I mean, like, <laughs> sounds too easy. These guys, we don't know how talented they are, but like, yeah. nobody, you know, the casual golf fan is not going to know who Keith Mitchell is, but no. the guy's a stud. Yeah. And he's definitely trending upwards, too. He's looking, he's, he's on the classic legend out. where everybody called him Kevin. <laughs> he took Ricky away <laughs> from the playoff, though. All he had to do was par. Yeah. But I just think it's funny how that was his first breakout tournament, and everybody thought his name was Kevin. It was great. Kevin Mitchell. Kevin Mitchell. Which it does ring a bell, but. All right, so my third pick. Scotty Scheffler. Are we American, Chet? We are American. <laughs> Hoorah. So, yeah, Scotty, that's what I was going to bring up is the Ryder Cup. Um, is this, this has to be his first one back. No, he – I don't know. I'll check. I'll fact check you on that here in a second. But yeah, um, another player that's just very talented and young can go out there and just show up whenever he wants and compete. So he played Shriners and CJ Cup <laughs> this year. He is uh, absolutely. He could um, take care of business. Uh, I want to get off this little American train we got going on because, right. um, you know, if if we get some overseas listeners, they're going to be very upset with us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Adam Hadwin, the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, overseas. I'm just kidding you. Uh, I'm going to go with somebody who, who's kind of a ballsy pick, but he's either going to go out and he's going to score well or he's going to go out and absolutely just play abysmal. Uh, Tyrell Hatton. Tyrell? <laughs> it's Terrell. Is it? Terrell. Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton. 
I uh, thought you were going with Abraham. Oh no! I mean, you you That's, see where? Yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean now. Where it can be a way up or just. That's his problem, man. If he could control his head a little bit, I mean, he would be fine. Yeah, he's such a head case. And we definitely saw it at the Ryder Cup. So. Oh, yeah. All right, my fourth pick. I'm going to go legitly across the pond, Justin Rose. Well, wh- Where do you think – hang on one second. Hang on. He's from England, isn't he? No. Well, yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking? Well, so is Terrell. So he's across the pond. I know. Okay. You said legit, legitimately though, Chet. Well, you said Adam had one, so. That was a. Ju- I know. I know. Fight me. I know. Fight me. <laughs> who who won last week? Yeah. Justin Rose is not a bad pick, although he has not really been trending for you, other than one of the greatest Thursday round of the Masters but I've ever seen. But you never know. You could literally say that about anything. Should exactly. I, should I drive We don't home? even know. Our picks could be com- all at the <laughs> bottom of the leaderboard. You just don't know. Our picks could also just not be even be playing in a tournament because exactly. PGA Tour does that for some yeah. reason. But, all yeah. right. Justin Rose, big Rosie fan. He's all right. You know. What's your problem with him? I mean, my honest opinion of him is uh, – He's dumb because he he got he he was literally playing the best golf of his life, and he switches equipment right after winning the FedEx Cup with Hanma. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What are you doing? And now look at him. Has he won? I I don't care about money. I care about winning. <laughs> well, I think he cares about money. <laughs> That's why he did it. You know what comes when you win, Chet? Lots of money. Yeah. But I digress. I'm still I'm struggling here that. You know, we got a lot of names. I, I mean, we we kind of narrowed it down. Brandt. Ooh, I like Sneedica. Brandt Sneedica. Um, silence. <laughs> it's the loudest silence ever. I'm going with Aaron Weiss. <clears throat> okay. I know he's American, <laughs> but I'm not saying that. It's, that's dangerous. Oh, I know, but I, I was surprised he's towards the top at the odds or the power rankings. He played well there last year. Yeah, that's true. He always, I feel like he always plays well at the like weird courses. You know what I mean? Yeah, this one's definitely weird. Yeah. This, for those of you don't, that don't know, this one legitimately has like a cave yeah. in one of the fairways. Yeah, with a bunker. Um, My final pick, I'm going Young Gun, Will Zalatoris. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> not a bad pick. He, not a bad pick. He could be up and down as well. So We don't know if he's on the PGA Tour or not yet. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Played so many events last year, but he wasn't even exempted. So I don't, I don't know what's happening. someday, someday we'll know what what the heck's going on. But but yeah. All right, that's that's this week's pickums. Um, I'm gonna pass it over to Chet here for a little exciting update here. Exciting for the Muni, update. The Muni Pros podcast. We have a sponsorship. All right. So we are 
partnering with Flagstick Golf Apparel. Look them up on Insta. They're on Insta. Their shops are in, in their bio as well. Um, they're a fresh company. Um, just started, basically. Fairly new. But the cool thing about them is, is with every sale, they donate 10 meals. So it's really cool. Oh, wow. I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah. Look, at, look yeah. at me over here just yeah. learning new stuff. Even though I sent you the DM, but it's okay. I read some <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. So they donate 10 meals every time there's a sale. And so, yeah, they've donated a lot of meals already. Um, so we will put it on Instagram. Uh, we will have our promo code that you can use to get 10% off your purchase. Um, and yeah, just be on the lookout for that. So we're pretty excited. Absolutely. I have not ordered my shirt yet, but, um, <laughs> I, I've, uh, I went with the blue one. I just wanted to make sure I didn't get the same as Chet. So right. uh, I'm a hundred percent going to log on there. I'm probably obviously going to go with the deep tiger red color. Yeah. Have, so. <laughs> I don't blame you. But very exciting stuff uh, very over exciting. here. Um, you know, we're kind of just riding with this. Uh, they reached out to us. I think it's a really cool opportunity. Plus, any purchase you make does feed uh, or 10, what is it? 10, Donates 10, 10 meals. 10 yeah. meals away. So um, not only is it supporting us, but you're supporting a great cause. Uh, and in this For day sure. and age, that's, you know, a l- little bit of kindness goes a really long way. Yep. Plus, everybody needs golf shirts. Or right. I actually really like their hats too. So definitely check out their hats if you're a hat wearer. wearer. Um, but uh, yeah, that is that's very exciting stuff here for the Muni Pros podcast. Hoping more comes our way. Um, you know, and as we kind of near the end of golf season here, you know, outside, uh, Chet and I are going to start trying to get into the simulator. Yeah. Um, getting you a little bit of sneak peek at my abysmal chicken wing, <laughs> and. Um, you know, hopefully that we'll, we'll get to play in some tournaments that you guys can, uh, you know, the next summer when we're still doing this, uh, you guys can follow and then can have a legitimate, you know, care as to how we do. Right. Um, but that's all we have for this week here at the Mini Pros Podcast. Again, I thank any one of you who are, who log in every week and listen. Yeah, uh, for sure. I know we like to hear the sound of ourselves talk. We love golf. We're hoping that this is helping you get a little bit more into it, um, you know, Again, our DMs are open, so if you have any recommendations or things you want to hear, please feel free to uh, you know DM us or text us if you know us that closely. Uh, but other than that, I am Henry Bourne alongside my good friend. I'm Chet Jamison. And this is the Muni Pros Podcast, and we will be right here next week. Yep, take care, guys.